Sippers, welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast with me, Shane Todd. The crack was good. We're feeling good here. We've got some mead, some tea. We're having a good time. We are sponsored, before we get into anything, we're sponsored by Thompson's Tea. Look, these guys have been knocking about the local tea game for a long time. They've seen all these companies come and go, and they've they've continued to be Northern Ireland's number one selling tea. Yes. And it's very... Lucrative. Violent. Right. It's complex. It's... Uh, it can get, you know, you can get in the muddy waters with it. But, um, but of course, there's local tea game. But just like... Nambari. They're like the big Nambari family. Yeah. This is the Punjana family. It's like the Sopranos. Yeah. But not really in any way. They're just fucking tea bags at each other from across the road. But, uh, well, the, the, Nam- the Nambari wouldn't... You could, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't go very far because the, the, the leaves aren't good. But you could... Fu- you could honestly, and Thompson family won't mind me saying this... You could fuck a bag of Punjana a mile and a half, I would say, because it's just the best tea. You These guys, one, two, three. You, you could. These guys have been making tea since the 1800s, all right? They know tea like the back of their hand. Me and Dan have visited their facility in East Belfast, which was great. We've You've seen... You've got a sticker on the bottom of your shoe. Sorry, but you do. I know. It's the, it's the price of the shoes. I'm not taking it off. It just says the size, does it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a barcode. Yeah. I could get that app out and scan it. You can, yeah. But Continue with your tea. <laughs> Let me see the bottom of your shoes then. Oh, you've been mugged. What do you mean? It's just a post-it. <laughs> <laughs> we also, last night we did the live podcast and I had a bit of confetti at the bottom of my shoe and it was on just to have to walk on stage and then a guy pointed it out to me that was doing sound and then I held my shoe up to look at it but he thought I was holding it up to mean take it off now and he did it and I was like oh I'm so sorry where were you that you had confetti on your shoe at the limelight doing the live no podcast. but was there confetti at the gig there was confetti at the gig before Dean I have to do these reads sorry I have to do these reads <laughs> I have to otherwise we're out in the streets right tea you, you, there's number tea one, sponsor no, Northern Ireland's number one selling tea Punjana best in the game Belfast made Keep drinking it. We appreciate them. Is that what I'm drinking sponsor. now? That's what you're drinking now. We can talk about the tobacco we have making this tea in a second. We are also sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped, look, I don't know what way you're taking care of your pubes. I don't know if you're, you know, still using outdated methods. I don't know if you're running about, you know, touting on your pubes to the paramilitaries to try and get them to kick them out. Don't. Do, you don't need to intimidate your pubes out. What you need to do is go to manscaped.com. They have the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. They've got the lawnmower 4.0. They've got, and yeah, we talked about it last week in the podcast, and I said I need to I need to start getting high on my own supply, and I still haven't yet. I still you haven't You have manscaped? Not in, like, I need to, no. It's not, here's, here's how I describe it. It's a little bit like, um, like, as a guy, when you get a haircut, and then it grows out a bit, but it's not that bad. But like it's over your ears, just a wee bit. Right. You still need you can, the. You mm. still need to take care of it. There was a girl on. Do you know, I know we've just had International <laughs> Women's Day, but shut up. Use the code T with me. For twenty percent off, and free shipping. They've got it all. They've got it all. 
So they've been sponsoring us for a long time. We appreciate it. The code is in the bio, the description. Last thing I got to plug, patreon.com, where we do the live stream episodes. We do bonus episodes and all that good stuff. And then also, I'm going to be in America. Dan, is that this week? Oh my fucking God. Is that this week? You need it's a it quadruple might be adapter week. for all these plugs. What? <laughs> Fuck me. Chicago, no, Boston, 22nd of March. Washington, 23rd. And then New York, 24th. And two shows on the 26th. Yeah? 23rd is today. The 23rd is today. T- Yesterday I was in Boston. Come to that. Today I'm in Washington, <laughs> D.C. Tomorrow I'm in New York. And then two shows in Woodlawn, which is in the Bronx. We'll put the description in there. My guest today is Diona Hegarty. Now, this is a weird subject because you were Diona Doherty. And at a gig we did recently, you got introduced as Diona Doherty. Yeah. Are you happy with either? Um, if I'm earning money, it's Doherty. If I'm ringing a Chinese, it's Hegarty. Right. Or the doctors or something. Yeah. I never, I never, do you know what it was? Whenever I got married, I asked my agent at the time, should I change my work name yeah. as well to Hegarty? And then she was all, nah, sound shit. Yeah? <laughs> she was all just alliteration with the D and the D. And also just IMDB had Dory and it was a lot of shit. Did you, I can be arsed. You got I, the D and the D on IMDB? On the IMDB. My right. whole family's DD. Right. We're like the Kardashians, the dairy. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. So, like, all the Kardashians are like Chloe, Courtney, Kendall. I knew more of them than I thought there. Um, Kim, what are, what are, are who is in your family? D, Donna, Darn, Diona, Dory from Derry. So, by the way, is your dad, well, no, that's an He's L. Damien. But is your dad just D? Everybody in Derry is called D. What? Everyone in Derry is called D, Dory. Literally, everybody in Derry right. is called D. If you're not called D-E-E. D. D E E. D E E. Yeah. So, like genuinely, if you if you speak to somebody else from Derry and they're all watching your dad, D Dory, and everyone's like, "Fuck, which one?" There's a thousand of them. Right. D Dory's in Derry. No. There was about six in my brother's year in school. Right. Now, were you tempted when your agent we you talk about changing your name? Were you tempted to, as a stage name, change your first name? No. You happy with that? I like my first name. You like Diona? Because my mum and dad made it up. So my dad's called D, my mum's called Donna, and they put them together and got Diona. Oh no, my dad's called Dennis, my mum's called Susan. I would have been Dozen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or Senus. Senus. Dusan's better. D- well, I look like I look like I could be from Poland and called Dusan. That's perfect. Yeah. And it's also because you have quite an adro- an ad- androgynous look about you. Pardon? Is that alright for me to say? I mean, I'm offended by that, but also I don't know what the word means. <laughs> androgynous? Do you know you're not sure if you're a <laughs> girl or a boy? I don't mean for that to be offensive. Oh, you know? oh, and in in a, in a fun way. <laughs> Do you know, like, um, you're saying if you saw me on the brow of a hill, from a distance, you'd have to you'd have to really think about it. Who's on the brow of a hill? You're a. Eh? What? <laughs> Did you say if I saw you from a hill? Yeah, on the brow of a hill. You're on the hill, or am I on the hill? Because that affects my vision. Right, I'm on the brow of the hill. I no, so I'd know you're a boy. <laughs> There was a there was a wee there was a wee boy in my school in my primary don't, school. Don't change the subject. Why have you described me as androgynous and said it's hard to tell if I'm a boy or a girl? No, no, no. I don't think it's hard to tell. If, do you know what androgynous means? No. No. It's like you're not particularly really masculine, nor are you very feminine. You're just in the middle. What are you trying to say right <laughs> now? Because what about me isn't masculine? I'm wearing a pink t-shirt. I've got my legs crossed. 
we gigged recently at an International Women's Day event, and you, I, everybody I on the lineup, everybody in the lineup, like all of the events throughout the day, was a woman. <laughs> everybody in the audience was a woman. The fucking host was a woman, and you were the entertainment. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, I still that was a weird one. I like because I was booked to do stand up at it. I knew it was for International Women's Day, but I thought it was like there was loads of comedians on, and I was just one. I thought maybe I'm the token guy. Yeah. But it turns out, no, you, I. You were I, just the guy. They think women's comedy in Northern Ireland. They go get 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 decent. Yeah, <laughs> get decent. Get She's great. <laughs> Here, I've ne- let's talk about that gig. I've never felt more comfortable on stage. You loved it. There were 300 middle-aged women. It was just fab. Yeah. I loved every And also, you told them it was fab quite yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were like, girls, we're just having a great day, aren't we? Yeah, I really had to check the vibe on it because I was like, did they like, like the cheek? Because I was leaning into so much like, okay, I'm a guy here. It's all women. This is lovely. This is beautiful. I very nearly started the set by saying, girls, don't worry. I've tucked it all in between my legs for this, uh, <laughs> but then I kind I kind of felt like I knew where the line was. But I, I think I, I as soon it. as you got on stage, they went, "There's quite an androgynous looking <laughs> being. We're cool with this guy, gal, whatever's happening." Androgynous being. I don't even think you're saying it right, and that's annoying me more. I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's, it's androgynous, androgynous or androgynous. androgynous. Depends of where you're from. I I think it's my accent. Yeah. It's making me say the hard G. Aye. I mean. I don't know if I, because I think I I do I am quite masculine. I think because I'm so camp, that you know, make that comes full circle and I'm masculine. Like I could, honestly, I could. I. I think I could wank a guy off, and not feel anything. Multiple yeah. guys. Well, wanking a guy off is the most masculine thing you could do. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, like, all, everything involved there is is to do with a man. And it's it's put you know. Pulling, pushing, it's like manual labour as well. It's so. a fuck. There was a wee boy in my primary class, and I now know he was a wee boy, and he went out one of them. I used to ask him all the time, and this sounds horrible, I used to always go over to him and go, what are you? Because he had curly hair, and he had these wee glasses, and I did not, I even know I'm confused, I didn't know if he was a girl or a boy. You should be posthumously cancelled. Like, if I knew what posthumously meant. See, you used a big word, and now I am. What, Mike, what? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Posthumously, if you died, I thought it meant like back in. Belatedly, you should be belatedly You have to cancelled. be dead to be posthumously. Posthumously, canceled. that's what that's the uh, that's what uh, Heath Ledger Heath Ledger got a uh, an Oscar posthumously. Oh, uh, but he didn't get cancelled. What? Well, yeah. in a way, he did. Yeah, well, he's cancelled yeah. from life. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> he's cancelled from the movies. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> I, and I used to always go for this wee boy and be like, "What are you actually?" Like, and he and he thought I was joking, so he would be all, "Leave me alone." <laughs> and I'd be like, "Just tell me what you this are." This is a horrific tale horrific. of bullying. Horrific. He said, "Just leave me alone." <laughs> but I didn't know what he. No, thinking back, Wayne's are dicks, aren't they? Like kids are real awful bastards, me included, probably. Cause I just, cause I just used to, and I just wanted to know what he was. Cause like, well, if you just fucking answer the question, but I can... why does he have to be? It's like me. Why do I have to be in a box? There's it... a box, and it says androgynous on it, and I'm in there yeah. with that kid, <laughs> just crying. I don't know. I um. He probably told me every day I'm a boy, and I was like, see, I used to look more like a boy, cause I used to, always, I used to have a shaved head up until I was like, fifteen, sixteen, all just the two all over. 
Why? And I used to just wear football. Why? Is that was that? A, but sure, whenever we were that age, was it not all like blonde tips and all run? Like, no, that's and like, a, do you remember like the what the fleck at the front of your hair? Yeah, I oh, had that. Oh, well, I used to have, George Wars. I used to have the flick, but also the shaved head. Yeah, a Lone Ranger flick. Yeah. I mean, rogue flick, and yeah. then the rest he was bald. Yeah, that's brilliant. And at one point, I um, I was like, got when I was like probably about 12, 13, I thought, why why do more girls not like fancy me or anything? So I thought, <laughs> I know, let me dye this, just just the fringe bit, peroxide blonde, mm. and just have my weird shaped, also have a weird shaped head. And uh, that combo did not work. I, I mean, how did that not work? You that were was there the, trying to wink off fellas. <laughs> the frosted, <laughs> no, I'm saying I would posthumously do that. The, the weird, that weird frosted tip look, that was in hindsight, one of the looks that at the time guys thought was myself included thought was the best mm. but that was looking back on it the shittest look and what it was is you would have like a lot of a fringe combed over spike the middle and back of your hair yes and then you had a bits coming down like the back that was the shittest look disgusting it was so bad and i used to have like a gel that was colored it was like a red so you'd put a bit of red or you might do like a mohawk bit in the middle that was fucking that was such a bad i got a perm when i was 12 right like a full full fucking irish dancing head looking perm right right and i what age 16 12 12 i was 12 like who's letting their kids get a perm at 12 yeah <laughs> and i and it was the most potent shit as well like it's not now the way you grew, like it was like my head was stinging like fuck and it was like right. i was, I was in, the, in the hairdresser for about three days trying to get it done and i went into school all biz i lived out in the country so over the summer i didn't see anybody so i was like i'm gonna go back to school with my perm and be like <laughs> so cool yeah right and I went into my school. My ma dropped me off, drove the 40 minutes back to where we lived. And I came into school with my perm and my wee hairband on. I went up to the like reception and I was like, can you let me know which class to go to? Because you, know, you, you get like a new form class when you go in. And she was like, what are you talking about? You don't start till next week. They were in doing admin shit. I was in there in my uniform with my perm, just crying in the foyer. The kid with the perm would want to come in a week early. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think the early bird catches the worm. You know the per. Oh, you live forty minutes away from school. Yeah. Was there no schools closer? Were you just what there was? A specific... It was the best school. It was a grammar school. Right. It's the school Dairy Girls is set about. Oh okay. It's the grammar school, so. I lived potentially a not point four mile drive from my school, and every single day got a lift. Oh. Isn't that shit? Like that's that's that is absolute privilege. Yeah. Like disgusting. Yeah. Why didn't you? Why wouldn't you walked? Kids love walking to school because you can go out and have like a wee sneaky fag or something. Yeah. Well, I wasn't gonna. Mm. I wasn't gonna do that. No. Um. No, I don't. I don't know. I. I. I would have hated a long journey to school. Aye. It was brutal, but then I could do my homework in the car. Right. And also, it's how I got smarter because my dad would ask me questions the whole way. He'd make me like doing maths and sums. Sounds and like the shittest drive. Forty minutes of your dad like fucking <laughs> making me spell words. <laughs> your dad like 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 an episode of Countdown. And also, like... my brother was t still is two years older than me. He's always going to be <laughs> until he's posthumously <laughs> fucking dead. He's two years old. <laughs> He'll still be two years older than you when he's dead. Yeah. And he, so uh, we both used to sit in the back, a seat of the car. Obviously, it'd be weird you if we were, were You both <laughs> sat with your dad on his knee. 
And my dad used to ask us sums and to ask us, like, get us to spell shit. Why does your dad have no chill? <laughs> no chill. He's just been in school all day. Yeah. There and back, but my I was smarter than my brother, who was two years older than me. At this, we've know, established, yeah, he's two years older than yeah, me. yeah. So my dad would ask me, and he'd be all, "Do you want to shut up? Like, don't like he'd be asking my brother. He'd be like, what, seven times five plus whatever? He would do like th- three three sums. Yeah, I said plus whatever. You can't add that up, Shane. You're trying to do the sum. There was no oh, way. Oh yeah. <laughs> and well, seven I times would five like, is thirty-five. Thirty-five. I would jump in and answer it, and he'd have to let her tell me to shut up and give my brother a chance because he'd get really upset. He'd be right. like, she's answering all of mine, and then he'd be like, she always gets the easy ones, and I'd be like, no, you're just fucking sack as champ. Give me any sum. Um. Six times four plus five times two. 34. Yeah, well done. That was quick. No worries. Give me a sum. 46 times 98. 625. No, you just made up a number. Google it. What? Do what? (laughs) You mean to glue it? Google it. What? Do you know why I got really good at maths? By the way, are you right? No. All right. <laughs> Imagine I was. That would be so freaky. The I failed my maths GCSE three times, which is two plus one. And how did they let you do it three times? Because I failed it in school and then went to tech. And then in tech, after I'd already enrolled and started the course, they were like, shit, you needed a maths GCSE. We shouldn't have let you in. You needed a maths GCSE to do this. And I went, well, I don't have it. Like, I'm an idiot. And they went, will you reset it? this year through the tech and I went yeah and then I failed it because I had done no work since school like I had not developed added anything up since then and then the next year they were like right will you at least say you'll try the exam again I said yeah when I did it in school remember there was uh, you do two maths exams for the GCSE in school two one plus one and (laughs) the one you bring the calculator and one you don't yes to bring the calculator, I brought a Smarties calculator that we had got. You went to bring like, like a scientific calculator, you know? Yeah, like a it was an room? orange Smarties. Like the, the calculator was like a giant Smartie with just one to <laughs> oh. nine on it, nothing else. So I'm like, It you didn't know, even have, oh, had one to nine on it. It had one to nine, but it didn't have like pi, you Aye. know, so I was just doing 3.16. <laughs> No, 3.14. Fuck, that's why I didn't get the, yeah. the exam. What do your mum and dad think of like, you know, you being on TV and like success and stand up and all that kind of thing. They love it. My ma is a pure mouthpiece. Like she loves being out going. Have you seen? She just tells everyone like, have you seen something? And they're like, no. And she's like, well, my daughter's on it. And like, well, we haven't seen it. <laughs> she's like, but my daughter's on it. And they're like, yeah. well, no. My mum like was an actor. Oh right, okay, sure. Mum did amateur uh, amdram, amateur dramatic. Mine did amdram. Mine did. She used to come down to Belfast and do plays as like in her late teens, and she used to snog Jamie Nesbitt. Exclusive. So did my no mum. <laughs> <laughs> we had the Imagine same our mums had a full fight. <laughs> Imagine we had the same ma. Uh, Double H. Wow. I um, what like what, where would she have done plays like? In the Opera House. Okay. And it's funny because she did. She used to go and do Martin Lunch plays. Okay. For like GBL, it was when I'd been GBL at the time, but she used to play for Martin Lunch and she did a play one summer and the part that she played was what is she, called sorry, D, what, which is my dad's name. What did she say about Nesbitt snogging? Like, was he... Very wet. <laughs> <laughs> wet and taste like 
champagne. <laughs> oh. <laughs> always on it. I can picture that. They were. Do- I think they were must have been doing shows together. Right. But I remember growing up and telling people in school that my ma had a full relationship, which I was an awful liar. I was right. like, my ma was like used to. I, he was nearly my dad. Like I think I expanded on it mm-hmm. massively throughout the span of being in school. My dad used to snog me McFedridge. Really? No. How? Oh yes, he did. As how? Like this? <laughs> like this here? Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. So I, um, I used to be like, see him on TV and be like, he could have been my dad. Yeah, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. I know, and I think that too. I think that doesn't too. work again. Nah. Um. Yeah. I. I why did your mom not? Why is your mom not? Why did your mom stop? Do, Got knocked stop up. Ah. Uh, no, I don't know. Um, she was probably shit. <laughs> Imagine she shows you footage back and she's so bad. You know, like yeah. school around the corner acting, like when kids would come on and do like a monologue. Yeah. And mummy did take us for chips. Yeah. That would get me a roll in so many things. Um, why, what, it, what does your folks think about you doing what you do? Uh, they love it. They like it. Very, like, very supportive. But like, will get annoyed if I don't remind them of things that I'm on. Even if it's like... You know, if I'm on Q Radio to promote a gig mm. at they hear it. five to seven in the morning, you're like, why didn't you tell us? I was like, I didn't even know until like 10 minutes, you know. Do they, because you talk about your dad quite a lot. And yes. do they, does your dad like that? Does he buzz off that? Loves it. Does he love it? He'll be like, here, don't be flipping. <laughs> He'll be like, don't be telling that story from 1992 <laughs> where I fucking dropped yeah. a watermelon in Tenerife. You're like, well, I'd forgotten that story. He's like, well, Let I've got notes. I've yeah. got notes. <laughs> yeah. Um Nah, yeah, they love it. Like my man and dad came to watch my second ever stand-up gig. Oh, that's brief. They loved it, and I remember afterwards my dad going, "You can afford to be dirtier, you know." That give them the shock factor. Lean under that, and right. I was all like, my dad gave me the, like I wanted to be a lawyer at one point whenever I was a teenager. Only because I'd watched Legally Blonde and I had all A's and my A-levels and all A-stars and my GCSEs. And like everyone was like, you need to do medicine or law. And I was like, but like, I'll I- not do medicine, but in law, can I wear pencil skirt every day? And like, I want, I just wanted to be in the courtroom with like a wee dog. I, <laughs> lag inside courts, putting down a joyrider, you are the fucking... Rottweiler? <laughs> I demand a recount. I'm not, what the fuck am I talking about? The not elections. the mayor? <laughs> You're confused. You wanted to be the mayor? That's why I didn't become a lawyer. I didn't know, like, A-stars and all that. Like, I didn't know you. I would put you on, like, my level of smart. Like, no, I, am I am relatively smart. But I thought you were also, like, kind of a wee, just a wee bit smart, but not, like, very smart. No, I'm very smart. Not now. Well, at the potential, you lose it when you stop learning. Yeah. But I was, I had, yeah. <laughs> You sorry, can I say are you saying you've made a conscious decision to just, just stop, stop learning? Just yeah. stop learning. Get in the shit. car with your dad, he's like, if uh, if I had six apples, you're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Also, why if you're driving why are you in the back? <laughs> but uh So he talked me out of being a lawyer and talked me into being an actor, which right. is a brave move for a parent. Why yeah. would you talk someone into going into the arts? Because it's so fucking up in its arse. Yeah. But he was like, no, you don't wanna you don't wanna be a lawyer, you wanna be an actor. You wanna be a lawyer because you think it'll be like acting. Right, do you know right. what I mean? Because I thought I'd be like like legally blonde, and he uh he was talking me into being an actor. Like that's what you should be doing. That's what you want to do. So then I went and did a degree in drama, which was absolutely fucking pointless. You did a degree. See, that's one thing where I'm like, can you actually like teach that? Like, I'd say you do learn some valuable stuff, but I say you can teach people how to be an actor in a drama school in a proper setting. Joey, like break them down, make them cry, make them fucking hate their. That's what they do in drama schools. They're I really would never have gone awful. back after no. I cried. 
people like break down fucking piss themselves I don't know if they're pissing themselves but they're like having an awful time like they do you know when you watch Big Brother people go in and they go through this like journey and they come out the other end and you're like that seems like a real experience like they've come out the other end a different person I think that's what happened in drama school right. what happened when I did a drama degree which is completely different what did you do Queens right. shit it was shit <laughs> it was shit I remember on the first day we had a tutor called Alison Campbell not the modeling agent Alison Campbell but a different girl right. and she literally was like this is not Rada, which is like a well-known drama school. Most By the way, not what you want to hear on the first day. First day in a lecture. And I was like, she was like, most of you aren't going to be actors or anything, so you can get that out of your head now. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. You're like, I'm going to be the fucking mayor of Derry, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> and then day two, we had to be sandbags. Be sandbags. So we had to stand like this in that fucking theatre, right? Pretending to be a bag of sand. And a wee grain of sand was leaving, escaping out of the bag every second and you had to become smaller and smaller and smaller as slow as possible. I and could not take that serious. I, I get kicked out of the course. It was shite. It was absolute shite. I remember going, how will this make me cry on demand? Imagine though if like you didn't take that seriously and then Netflix were doing like a 600 million Belfast filmed production called The Sandbag Lady <laughs> and you didn't get it. Like I could have done it. <laughs> but I did. But you know, um, I'd be a great when I was in first year at Queen's, I was in Sketchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like a non-speaking part and like I was with Kieran Bartlett. I had like, a speaking part and I wish I didn't. Did you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. it was so bad. Welcome back. Like my my yeah. acting in it was particularly bad. What were you doing in it? I don't remember you in it. I played, um, uh, someone was trying to proposition my granny in it or something, and uh, it was filmed down Sea Park, down right. here, near, like literally half a mile away from here, and I remember there being- Do you only do things that's in a half a mile radius from where you live? A one mile <laughs> radius. Every mile you go outside of that radius, we add 20k to yeah, the yeah. fee. But I just remember there being people I vaguely knew being on the beach that day because it was during the summer and feeling so self-conscious. Like, if you do that stuff at drama school, like, be a sandbag and all that, you, I, I get that you break down yeah. shame or, like, you, yeah, a feeling you look, of embarrassment. You, you, you're happy to be vulnerable in front of people then. Right. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Um. So I just felt really weird. But With was sketchy, though, I was, like, a non-speaking part and it was part of Dear Midcore was... I, I don't know... Me and Kieran were on top of a bus at one point, and I think one of us got thrown off the bus, but it was like a shit dummy. And you just won the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We were parading around. Oh, that, so yeah, so if anyone doesn't know, Sketchy was a BBC Northern Ireland sketch show. This was what, about 11? Like 12 years ago, maybe? 11, 12 years ago. Yeah. And uh, Kieran in that top of the bus thing. Kieran, he's told the story in the podcast before, but if anyone missed it, he he went into audition for it, and there was like the list of all the characters, and it was Gentleman Jack. There was like a female role, maybe you played, and then it was um, Fat Allen. And Kieran looked at the producers and said, "What role do you want me to read for?" <laughs> he was so fucked up. Oh. But yeah, I think he falls off the top of the bus. And then I think he gets, th it's either me or him gets thrown down the escalator then in another sketch. Right. I can't remember what the idea behind it was, but people were just getting chucked about the place. But it was a real, there was one dummy fit for everybody. Like, right. do you know, they would dress it up in your clothes. And it, so the same dummy was me and the same dummy was Kieran. What's the issue? Like, I'm quite, I'm, neither of us are androgynous. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, so that was my first like professional job, right? And I remember purposely 
right? I, I was filming on a day that I wasn't even in uni. Like I was like, I was, I was off that day. So the next day when I went into uni, I purposely went in late so that I could be all, sorry, I was just off filming. I think I have the BBC. I'm really sorry about being late. Yeah. I was filming, I'm on a, sorry, I'm just on a sketch with the BBC. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it was like, I was like 19 being all, sorry. I don't know North, if I said big North Face coat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my BBC lanyard. Don't even need one. Yeah. I made it myself. Yeah, um, I just made sure to tell everybody I was in this. All, so I, oh, I know users are like learning how to act. I've just all it <laughs> professionally there. So send to the lecture. Sorry. You're like, if you need to take a break or anything, you want me to jump oh, in. Step in. I am. Um, how much at the time do you, did you feel like I definitely did that doing like a low budget BBC Northern Ireland sketch show going out fucking 10 35 on a wednesday night that was the pinnacle oh. you were like it doesn't get better than this no this is it people are going to see this yeah it's going to lead to all this stuff like you that you have such ideas of grandeur when you're yeah. so young and you get your first job i remember when i was like living in dairy before i moved to belfast as a teenager thinking that i you, you always think you're going to get spotted don't you like yeah. you're going to be like drinking coffee somewhere and someone's going to go you we need you in Hollyoaks. Yeah, because like that sort of stuff does happen probably in like LA and stuff because everyone's an actor so in coffee shops, you know, the waiter, will, you, a producer will speak to the waiter and be like, do you act like you have a fucking great way about you? Yeah. But like sitting in fucking Nero and Botanic, no one's coming yeah. up to you being like, listen, Game of Thrones reboot, new yeah. series of Game of Thrones, you want to be in it? Someone's going to go over you and go, there's a sketch you'll be made for BBC and I and we need someone yeah. to be chucked off an escalator. Yeah. You won't have You've any got lines. That look. Yeah. Are you in uni that day? <laughs> That's as far as it goes. But I remember thinking, oh, I'm going to move to Belfast and like I'll just get spotted because Belfast was this like big, bright, <laughs> like this big thing. I was like, it was like Hollywood. I was like, this is like such a big deal. And then don't we, ever compare Belfast to Hollywood. Well, not this Hollywood. Yeah, the proper one, hmm? the one, the other one on the brow of the hill, <laughs> the one, the one in LA. Isn't it in LA? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. And I um, was convinced. What did you get in your geography, GCSE? That's the one. I got an A star, but only because I can recount information. I have no idea. I have no idea where any countries are. I got a map put on my wall. I got one made out of wood, right? It's nice. It's a feature in our living room and it's on the wall of the world so that I can learn. So, so far I've learned Australia, Madagascar. What do you mean you've learned Australia? <laughs> where it is. On right. the map, I yeah. literally don't know where anywhere is. Malaysia is down near there, and the Philippines—they're all down this corner. Yeah. And then we're up, and I'm and I'm going to work my every week or so. I'm not going to overwhelm myself with the countries. But I'm why do you need to learn? Why like, do you think you're going to be in a situation where just you'll be walking at home after a gig one night to your car, and a guy will step out of an alleyway and go point the <laughs> point to the Cayman Islands <laughs> right now? It? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, you just don't know when you might need that information. Can I, I just, ask you a country and you tell me what continent it's in? Maybe. Absolutely not. I'll have. I can tell you now. You'll get it wrong. You can try. Bolivia. Don't even know where that is. Don't know. I mean, I don't know what's the, what the con. Which what's? Con <laughs> 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 Name some continents. Asia. Bolivia yeah. would be in Europe. Is that? No. See, this is this is the thing that fails me is the geography. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know where anywhere is. I don't mind. I can get there. I used to. You can get there. I can get to places, but I don't know how. You could where so they are. You know where Bolivia is, but. I'll today go. you could get there if we needed to do the podcast there. <laughs> you'd be there. I could make a flight and go there, but I wouldn't know what fucking continent I'm on. Do you know what I mean? Like I. Yeah. No. I. Uh, 
used to get the two one two the bus from Belfast to Derry all the time because I was a student living in Belfast. And then when you got to Belfast, were you like, what continent is it? Where is this? <laughs> but then whenever I got a car, I saw I didn't know how to fucking drive to Derry. I've travelled that journey thousands of times, and I don't know how to drive to Derry. But you understand that signs. I'll I'll read them wrong. Right. Some of them say Londonderry, some of them say Derry. I don't yeah. know where the fuck I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, geography is not my strong point. So I'm, I'm going to teach myself some countries. You just don't know when you're going to need it. Yeah. Like right now. Yeah, you need it. I needed to know where Bolivia was. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know where all the countries are? Sean, like my husband, like he knows where they all are. <laughs> I think most people do. Don't but they? then can I, like, it's weird to me that you are like, le- like memorizing this and learning this. Mm. You know, see, I as I was I said earlier on, like I, I don't learn things anymore. But it's I do. such a seventeen hundreds thing to learn thing to be like. My husband can point anywhere on the map, <laughs> <laughs> just blind. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like his party trick. You can Turkmenistan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does it again. <laughs> um, I because like every now and then I like I be like I should learn a new skill, and every now and then I like get like a keyboard out and be like I'm gonna learn a song. And I could teach myself a song on the keyboard and then I forget it. Yeah. Like a week later and I'll never go back to it. And then a couple months later, I'll be like, I'll learn where some countries are. <laughs> I just like to learn. Mm. Do you not have any, like, have you learned any new skills as an adult? No. Why? I mean, why? You know, it's sort of, it's different. Like, I don't know. It's harder to learn things when you're an adult. Oh, so much harder. Like, I try to teach myself the alphabet back to front. I'll learn a new mo- what? <laughs> I can't do it, but I. Do you, want me, do you want to both try and do it really quick? Just have one bash. I don't even think. Don't think. Right. Right. Ready? Yeah. Z X W M S T. T S. Are you done? You only know letters. No, I only knew Z. C B A. Yeah, it's really difficult. But I always thought, do you know what it must be? I mustn't. I mustn't be that interesting of a person. And I'd be like, if I could do that, that'd be impressive. Yeah. People would like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I can't say the longest word in the dictionary. Anti-establishmentarianism? No, I'm not your microscopic look of a kinecognosis. See, you're from Derry. I don't know whether you're just asking me how I am or... It's a lung condition. Oh, yeah? If I'm inhaling too much ash from the coal mines. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be so inconvenient to have that. I always have to say it. Yeah. You, yeah you'd just be like, my lungs are fucked. Well, you're also going... I've got... No more... No more not... Sorry. You wouldn't fucking get it out, You're dead. You? Yeah. You're posthumously telling people. It's like a... <laughs> It's, I, I'm assuming it's like some sort of fucking prehistoric illness like people wouldn't have that now yeah do you what like since you joined the panel of the blame game mm. like because we're talking about BC Northern Ireland shows it's one that's been around like it's like 19 50? seasons it's done yeah. I think it's about 15 years Um, when you joined that is that something like people were saying to your mum and dad I feel like that's when people would be going up to your mum and dad and be like oh why like friends of theirs I it was actually more give my hair piece Right. And the blame game too. Thank just any yeah anything with Tim Gary attached. Yeah. Tim, 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 we have an unwritten rule now. He's not letting really, he's just not letting really work unless I'm there with yeah. him. Like, yeah. He he does a radio show that I'm not in and I'm not happy about it. Right. It's called the long and the short of it. Yeah. And I'd be like, mm, yeah. Why I'm in all your other things? Like, what what's what's your problem? Yeah. Um. But with the blame game, like I think it's great because it's been going on for so long and. This the same panel has been on it for years and years and years. So I'm like, I feel so fucking privileged to have yeah, yeah. joined it. Like it's the only time they've ever changed the panel. Like 
on a permanent basis. I hope so. Fuck, you never know what could happen. I might not be back again. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I thank my man because they've watched that as well. And with Get My Headpiece, they watched it growing up. They're all biz that I'm Uncle Andy's daughter. Yeah. Like That's like, it's funny how you could be cast in loads of different stuff, but actually something you've watched since you've grown up and a character, like like everyone knows who Uncle Andy is. Yeah. But like, and like, so like to get that is like such a big deal because you're like, I fucking love that show. Like yeah. I used to watch Give My Headpiece every Friday at my granny and granda's house. Mm. And uh, I, I, it was like our thing. So you watch it at the same time and I'm like cracking up because I, it's something on TV and I know where they're talking about in the yeah, jokes. I'm like, yeah. they were saying about places in Belfast. and uh, I would go there, but it's more than 0.5 miles from my house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but from Hollywood, you can see over the lock. Oh, right. So okay. we would look with telescopes at uh, the Troubles and that kind of thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they're having an awful time over there. <laughs> and, uh, and then, like, years later, um, I was sending my granny, like, years after I wasn't there every Friday night obviously and I was like remember we used to every Friday we didn't we love giving my head wasn't that the best granny and my granny was like it's how much my granny loved me she was like I never it was never really my cup of tea and I was like you betrayed me I was like Peggy you watched that every Friday (laughs) with me and she laughed a lot I'd be like I'm such a bad guy for like if something's funny on TV I'm like here what about laughing all laughing all (laughs) do you love that Um, but yeah she just particularly didn't enjoy it Uh, but but it meant enough to me that she was like she watched it for it. you but That's uh cute. uncle and- like uncle andy is such a phenomenal character and then sometimes you see the guy i don't even know sorry his name the guy who plays him marty you- reed you see him walking about belfast and you're like oh, so- oh there he is he's just like going about his daily business and he's like he, he works full time in the queens he's a lecturer right he does computery stuff okay right right um <laughs> i just can't like if i had an it problem yeah and you like had to go to him i'm like oh my my keypad's stuck in my mouse doesn't work and I just imagine being like you know <laughs> making some sort of joke and like his voice isn't that isn't his voice either like he obviously puts that voice that on that breaks my heart but when I know whenever <laughs> and he's got full grey hair he wears a wig now so they've had to make a wig now to match what his hair was like when it started 25 years ago right. like he's not aged but whenever <laughs> I joined as Uncle Andy's daughter I really wanted to have the tash and the hair I was like can we dress me as like a like an Uncle Andy like an androgynous <laughs> Uncle Andy. Dan, write it down, name of the episode, Androgynous Uncle Andy. <laughs> um, that's what I wanted. And they were like, no, she's a goth. And I was like, oh, I would have loved it. You know, because my character doesn't know that she's Uncle Andy's daughter. Right. And I forget sometimes. I'd be all day, I know yet or not. And they're like, no, 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 she doesn't know. I can't remember what happens in the, in right. the show half the time. So I was like, oh, but I would love it if she just looked exactly like him, but wasn't aware. Do you know what right, I mean? Yeah, and was walking yeah, yeah. around just with a wee hairdo and a leather jacket and all yeah. that. They didn't go for it. The... Blame Game and Give My Head Piece, obviously like the two, probably two of the biggest BBC Northern Ireland shows. Do you notice that the more stuff you're on and the more you're on screen, do you get more like, because like I've definitely had it with doing TV shows, you get like obviously a bit of stick for being in anything. doesn't matter how good or bad it is. There are people who just don't like you being on screen. Yeah. Who like to get personally offended when you're on a program. They're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like it definitely comes with a bit of uh, criticism. But did mm. you notice it like 
more with a particular show or did you notice a particular thing people were we saying? did dry your eyes recently so it was like a reboot of the old sketch show dry your eyes and we yeah. just done one episode of pilot and it got ripped to shit online like there was so much hate like yeah. I, I don't like i literally didn't see anything good about it online it was lots of shit and somebody there was just people like many people going i'm fucking sick of her now <laughs> like yeah why, why is she in this as well? Do you yeah. know as if like, yeah. I'm too overexposed? They were yeah. like, she needs to fuck off. Like, and, and people just feeling really strongly about that I should have less of a career. Yeah, yeah. She shouldn't be on Stop all doing things. Yeah, go home. Doing? Yeah. Know? And even you just get like, people who are just, she's, she's not funny. And you're like, but that's, I didn't write that. <laughs> is there like sexist stuff, if you know what I mean? Is there like. On the blame game? There was right. a whole thing on, not, not a whole thing, two people were tweeting about. <laughs> <laughs> there was a saga about. Yeah. Um, so a man had tweeted me going, I'm really disappointed in you. Curse, using the F word, um, like gratuitously on the blame game. Fenian. Massive. No, I mean, was that the word? All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I finally lost it. I'm like, what a finion to say that. <laughs> what a finion thing to say. <laughs> yeah. He was fucking raging that I had said fuck about six times in a row. But you know what happened? Sorry, just for uh, balance, in a couple of seconds, say something and I'll just, and I'll say the opposite, right? What? Oh. So there's two people tweeting? Aye. This other guy? Hon? <laughs> And didn't know where to go with it. Thank God, we have to check that off. <laughs> yes, but for balance. So you said you literally said fuck. What and happened is I was trying to read a quote that I had written down of somebody. I was all, and your mom was saying this, and I couldn't find the fucking page. It was the first episode, and I was really nervous, and I was all fuck. What the fuck? What the fuck did he say? And, and it comes up on the. Do you know if you put the subtitles on, it's all fuck. What the fuck? And on the bottom of the screen, and all literally, it's all fuck, fuck. What the fuck? And you know. Right. And this guy was all. I'm really disappointed in you for using like gratuitously using the f word and stuff. It was so unnecessary and it's very unladylike. And then. And um, Neil tweeted him going, see, to be honest, we all said fuck. And every single panelist has said fuck on that show. It's not that big a deal. It's just another word. Yeah. And he was like, no, it's really unnecessary. And it really, it made me turn the show off. And I no longer find it funny because she used the word fuck too many times. And then Colin and Tim and everyone was tweeting him going, you're you're literally just giving her shit because she's a girl. All of us said fuck. Within the same 10, 15 seconds, everyone cursed. But he aimed it at me. So there's definitely a wee bit of sexism. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've had people come over to me at gigs going, I normally don't find girls funny, but that was that was all right. And you're like, that's so fucking ridiculous yeah. that you've decided all girls aren't funny. Yeah. That's mental. Yeah. That's like, oh, I normally don't like food, but that Chinese And they right. think that that's a compliment to I, you, you know what I mean? Like, fuck Or like you're uh, one and You've chosen you me to this. laugh at? Thank you. Literally, like, I remember being at a, when I was first starting, being at a gig and an MC, who I swear to God, I can't remember who it was, said, uh, I don't even think this person does stand up anymore, said, wasn't she brilliant? Where so funny for a girl? I was like, oh no! And now it was me who had been on, so that's why <laughs> I was personally offended. That's just as bad as someone bringing you on stage going, "There's a wee boy here who's gonna come on and do a wee for a couple of wee yarns, a wee joke, which yeah. are you'll have yeah. a fun he's, wee time." He's gonna do his best. Yeah. Um, I did the Blame Game radio show once, and mm. y- you know, before and like, and the everyone know like beforehand. Obviously, it's not scripted. But you go, here's a few topical things we might talk about. And you obviously go away you and go away, right stuff. Notes. Everyone who watches will understand that. Same with any topical yeah. panel show. 
um, and I was to do a bit about Conor McGregor, right? So this is years ago, we did it in uh, one of the QFT spaces. Yeah. And uh, it's my first, I've never done a panel show, I'm like a bit nervous, and but like I know everyone on it because I've done stand-up with them, and uh, it's a particularly like tough crowd, they're just not into it, and for whatever reason, it was like a third full, so right. it, it was just a, it was a, a, a bad night, and I'm like getting ready with my, I'm like this is my like bit yeah. towards the start of the show, so Tim's there, and like they couldn't create a bit, like I've done a couple of panel shows, and they couldn't create a better atmosphere. It's always been like a great atmosphere of like, we're going to tee you up for this thing. Yeah, they're brilliant. Right? And uh, and they don't talk over you and that kind of thing. So I'm like getting ready for my thing. Right, bang, I've got like five jokes about Conor McGregor. Here we go. And Tim is doing a bit and he's like, blah, blah, blah. He goes, uh, MMA fighters, you know, Irish fighters and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like listening to Tim's bit like this. And then there's I'm aware then there's a silence. And Tim's like, yeah, you know, Conor McGregor's been in the news. And I'm like, I don't want to talk over Tim. Oh, and another another three seconds goes past and Tim goes, Shane, got anything on Conor McGregor? Oh, and I'm fuck. like, yes, Tim, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Here is my joke. But we made a joke of it. And then, and then after that, I was like, oh, I'm not nervous anymore. But like, I, I, I with panel shows and things like that, like I find it hard to not like interrupt. Because there is a structure of, in some yeah. way. Yeah, but, um, yeah. So, so basically with the blame game too, is like you, 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 you have a, you're leading one of the questions who's to blame for and you do like a four or five yeah. minute bit and then people jump in but the, it's really hard to know when to jump in because you're like are they done their bit also you always have to go over to Tim as well and be like what the fuck are you saying in your intro because I don't want that to be similar to what my bit is and then you've done it and then uh, I start to do my bit and then it's like well you've already done it yeah because that happens a lot and also is it hard like if you've got a because when you're doing stand-up if you think of a punchline or a bit you can just stop what you're saying and fire that bit in or change it. Mm. But on a show like that, I imagine if a subject's brought up and say, say Neil Delamere's in the middle of like a, a, a great monologue about something mm -hmm. and you have a zinger of a line, yes. do you sit there and be like, right, I've got this, but then the moment passes and you're like, fuck, that would have been all the so time. good. I'd hate that. All the time. And you're all, do you remember earlier on when you said about that yeah. boss <laughs> was not funny yeah. here's what I've got to say about it yeah. and you're like and then you're hoping the edit it'll be edited together Neil, so four weeks ago you <laughs> said uh... <laughs> whenever we were in Lauren <laughs> yeah. but um, what I find interesting is that Colin and I always seem to write very similar stuff right like we come in and he'll be doing a bit and I'll be like fuck's sake I have to strike it off my page I'll be uh, like, I can't say it and, be and like, is there like a, a hierar like hierarchy experience type thing where it's like is there an element of like uh, like last in the doors or like you know I know what you mean it, it's just it's, it's they're very good for like there's always a shit question it's because they do four questions there's always one that nobody wants to do right. because it's like whatever dregs are left of the news stories of the week yeah. and they've been very kind to not let make me do it Every more time. than you know I've done like once or twice but um, Neil and Colin could fucking make anything funny do you know yeah. what I mean they, yeah. they really could Neil can Neil knows more about northern politics than most people in the north yeah. do you know what I mean oh, so uh, he yeah. can he can he can fire away and talk about anything they've yeah. been very good to let me do my bit uh, first I think at times because I've been I'm new and I'm usually sitting there shitting myself yeah do you prefer I probably like you did the podcast when when it was like in, in zoom times remember Aye. the zoom era of Aye. humanity and um, I don't know if I asked you then but like what do you prefer do you prefer live performing or do you prefer acting I think probably live performing. 
now. It's it's changed. I think the direction I'm going in has changed over the past year. I was always adamant that I wanted to be like a, I wanted to do like dramas. I was like, I want to be in fucking like, you know, big dramas. Yeah. And now I'm like, Silly things. Oh, lines to learn. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to just do comedy now. Like, not just yeah. do comedy. I'm happy to move in that direction. You can't beat live performing. You really can't. Like, unless it goes shit, then you really can. <laughs> what, like, have you been heckled much? Um, I, I feel like heckling was so. way more of a thing before you started stand-up. I, I think heckling's becoming, like, le- rowdiness in general is becoming, like, a bit less. People have audience. a bit more respectful. Yeah, I don't think I would do well with people heckling me. You don't? I think I'd be shit. But um, I, we, me and Kieran Bartlett did a gig for Dave and Pugs, like, this is pre-pandemic as well. And Dave wasn't there. Kieran was, and it was, was it me? And Tom, my honey. Yeah. And Dave was like, um, oh, it's sold out. I'm not there tonight, but it's, it's sold out. And I was like, oh, happy days. And we went done. And it wasn't sold out. There was about 15 to 20 people there. And it but holds 6,000. It holds 6,000. But they'd hired it out. They were the fucking PSNI. And it, that's why it was sold out. And that's why Dave probably didn't fucking turn up. And they, they... Like, Dave cannot be around cops. I don't want to go into too much detail. He's just But not they allowed. would have seen it in his eyes. You know what I mean? He was probably taking his uh, hard drive to an IT show. <laughs> but they ignored us the whole time. They sat in at the dinner and turned it back away. And Kieran Bartlett was such an angry man on stage. That's not like Kieran. Kieran's <laughs> normally a jolly uh, funga. He threatened to Mid. cause <laughs> Kieran and McGabry that night Mid. he was like I will rip open your arseholes like he was so annoyed at all of them he was like but you since would try and cover it up anyway you fucking pigs like he was... the other night he, was he so told angry. someone he was going to tarmac their man's back <laughs> Oh, wow. What uh, an angry man. Yeah, there's definitely a big difference between corporate type stuff. Although some corporates can be really good. Like, honestly, that International Women's Day gig was fucking That was great. good fun. Um, I my first gig in London next week. Oh, yeah? For, I've never gigged in England. You're going to play it different? Um, I don't think you gonna, No, I don't think so. I think I think I maybe have to just change some words. Yeah. I don't know if they know what a doot is. A doot? You, you don't, I don't think doot travels. I think I'll have to just find a new word for doot because I do tend to say doot quite a bit doot sounds like uh, I guarantee you there's a tech startup company in London called doot yeah (laughs) doot.com yeah so I I'm in um, like definitely when you watch a YouTube video there's like an ad that comes up at the start (laughs) we're doot you know for sure there's doot what do they do doot.co.uk what do do doot do doot sell remotes (laughs) <laughs> like all do, in one remote because oh do 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 yeah do do universal remotes that turns into a vibrator no they do, do. <laughs> is that not genius I As, think they and it, do and it's hy- hygienic like it'll, it'll come out clean I think do sell remotes for your vape yeah what so you don't even have to press that's so stupid yeah. So you're going to hold a I don't think they're going to last as a company, <laughs> but that's what they do. They'll fold and they'll reopen as did it. Who's their celebrity ambassador? Um, Kerry Katona. No. Peter uh, Andre. What do you call her? K- the queen. Kenga from Big Brother. It shoved the wine bottle up her dit. Yeah, <laughs> I remember Kenga. Do you know what I was going to say, Lo, whenever you were doing the manscaping thing? There was a girl on Big Brother one time who used to tweeze her armpits. That's how she, she didn't shave. She, she tweezed every individual hair out of her armpit. That must be someone who like is into like pain. That's weird. Or just doesn't want to miss a hair. 
Yeah. Also, I'm sure your growth would be, you, you know, you get, it would last longer if you tweezed it out. But imagine. But if you do that stuff more, grows back more, and it comes back double. I heard people say that. Don't be shaving in between your eyebrows because it grows back way more. I I get a monobrow. Do you know that? A lot of people won't know that about me. No. It's bad at the minute. This is the worst it's ever been in a long time. And do you Don't shave it? At it. I pluck it. You should wax it. Uh, here's why I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to be mid-wax with the strip over it and then like a fire alarm goes off or something and I've got to be outside. Yeah, but then you could do that. It's like a plaster. But what if I forget and I'm like running about being like, where's the fire? And they're like, why do you have a strip like the whole way up? And you just live the rest of your life with just a oh, but strip. But what if I wax it and then I do one over too much side and then I'm like, oh, let me even out the other yeah, side. And then all of a sudden I have no eyebrows. You'll, you'll, I think you know, right, where your face is. And I think you're aware that here are the eyebrows and this is the part that should go. You'll be fine. Yeah. Practice, Would with, I get my practice own kit? with a plaster. Should I get my own waxing kit? I mean, it's, are you, how are you with pain? Oh, not good. And well, then maybe don't wax because it is sore. Although, what have I had? Have I had some waxed? You're bound to have had a, a wee waxing. Well, you no. you not do that manscaping stuff. Yeah, but, but that's, that's shaving, not wax. Is it? Well, people who go to Turkish barbers get like they they'll wax you like without your permission. Do men wax their dudes? What? Do men wax their dudes? I think you their might. There might be a problem with the question there. Do men wax their dudes? Well, they're 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 like the area in front of their dick. <laughs> The area in front of their dick. Where their pubes live. <laughs> Do they wax it? But some guys will. Absolutely, some guys will. Yeah. But I think... It's not common practice. No. <laughs> no. To have a shaved man <laughs> Or a, a waxed man <laughs> Is it he not one like, of the adventures? He sounds like the man that started up the company. Some Indian man called Mandit. <laughs> <laughs> man dude and Uncle Andy does his IT support <laughs> I'm leaving Queens where are you away to <laughs> man dude <laughs> man dude's a fucking great name man dude is a great name yeah you um you were out last night I was and I don't mean to sound like accusing but I know you were out because someone you you put up a Instagram story but doing the podcast today yeah I could I could tell I could I was like she's out I could just tell. Because I tweeted saying I was out? Y yeah. <laughs> tweeted saying you were doing What the gave it away? Uh, was it the glass the, of wine in the bar I was in? The ice. Right. And um, someone, some random person Instagrammed me and went, um, I think Diona is in the courthouse bar in Lurgan. Is that where you were? Yeah. There we go. I've got little but birds But you know what's everywhere. fucking weird about that? What? Nobody else was in that bar except for the staff. And, and You the were out? I, do you have a problem? There was no and one the, else drinking in the bar. And the person I was with, me and my friend Susanna, who you know, we were yeah. both out drinking in that bar. But here, it was so weird because anytime she would leave to go to the toilet, there was no staff on. Like there was a guy working there, but he would like head on in between rounds. We were the only people drinking in that bar. Right. So when she left to go to the toilet, it would be just me in the building. Get you. There's nobody behind the bar, nobody else drinking, and I would just be sat there going, I'm probably about to get murdered. Yeah. This is the start of something. Yeah. But it was great. What's great the night. nightlife like in Lurgan? <laughs> Very quiet. 
Thursday night it has not happened on a Thursday night anyway. I, was, I, I came in and there was nobody and I saw sort of live music on the night and they were like take a look around mate and no one's here do you know what I would have done in that situation oh, can I connect my phone up to something we plug in and then you could have been in a bar with your own music playing I'd have put my own podcast on that's just like that's like your house you may as well just be in oh, your house you can do that in, you your, house, do that in yeah. your house too can't you forgot yeah just Alexa play whatever it is the courthouse bar in Lurgan your husband booked me for a gig there mm. Um, year, like we're talking 12 years ago and it was go like then it was not going well like nobody was having a good set i went up and i was like oh, i'm gonna try and like get them and nobody was listening that's a problem it wasn't that they weren't enjoying it um they just were t- a bit like you're saying about that private gig and pokes they're no just talking listening. amongst themselves no one's listening plus it's not a function room it's the main bar so people I, are like well i came out for a pint room mate i'm not yeah. fucking listening to you so i go up I'm like probably like 19 or 20. I'm like, I'm going to get them. And I <laughs> go up on Just stage. Just you wait and see. I go up and someone's like, is there a Zumba class starting? Uh, what's this woman <laughs> doing? But I go up, get the microphone and I'm like, I'm doing my jokes. And after about one or two minutes, I notice everyone's a bit quieter and they're looking at me. And I was like, well, fucking, they're not laughing, but they're I've got their attention. Everyone's, all these men, like literally set their pints down. They're like nudging each other, like pointing at me. And I was like, I'm like, I'm getting through to them. They're listening. I've turned the crowd around. Yeah. What happened was the barman had put on Match of the Day oh. on the big screen behind me, but muted it. So everyone's just watching the highlights. So like, you know, Man United, Aston Villa, like looking up at that, being like, I was some shot now. And <laughs> I think they're like, fuck, they love this. The they love what I'm doing. Everything. And then I just turned around and started watching it. Come here, that would be a great quote for like your poster for a gig. You'd be like, they weren't laughing, but I got their attention. They were looking. They were watching. Yeah. When I took out my man, yeah. dude. They were looking in my direction <laughs> for the for the duration. What else do you think you're not going to be able to say in London? Um, Brett's out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unless they think it's part of the Free Britney movement, in which case, yes. Like, yes, sister. Get Brett out, yeah. I think um, I'll have to hold back on that. People always like, other stand-ups crowd your head with stuff if you're like, I'm going to London, any tips? would be like, don't speak in your own accent. Slow down. Mm. Um, do like, wear a red jumper. They'll yeah. be like, there's too much wear information. Yeah, just too specific information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you definitely like... I, I don't, do you know what? I'm going to have to go through my set and just because, and, and go, what? And that is too localised. Do you know what I mean? I probably can't talk about Frank Mitchell. Not oh, that Frank. I do. They'll I don't know talk Frank. about him. Well, they know Frank. They'll know Frank. How else do they get their weather information? Exactly. Yeah. I am... Um, did a gig away and I was like doing gigs in America I was like I'm not going to change like my voice like I'm not going to yeah. slow down I'm just going to do because I've been doing it like this for so long I don't want to yeah. do it different and uh, did this gig in New York and it was lovely it was really good and after this woman came up like older sort of woman came up and she went she was like she's American she was like I just want to say I love that. That was so good. And I said, oh, thanks very much. And she went, a bit like, the you know, getting a compliment. Of like, I didn't think girls could be funny. Yeah. She came up to me and said, uh, she goes, um, that was really good. I love that. She goes, I didn't, I'll be honest, me and my friend, we didn't understand really anything <laughs> that you were saying. But she said, but I understood it, it would be funny. <laughs> I was like, well. That's lovely. Fuck you. And she was like, and you too. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a good great. night too. I, was like, I didn't say that. I don't think you can, like, slow down I couldn't slow down when I'm talking I'm probably going to have to slow down a wee bit in London because they, they definitely won't you, you do speak very, very fast. fast do you know what Jamie Lee O'Donnell and I recently were shooting a thing for Channel 4 right. in Derry 
Right. And we just had a sit and chat. And holy shit, when two dairy people are in the same room together, you go 90 fucking miles an hour. Yeah. And the director was from Dublin and was having me step back and go, here, girls, fucking nobody knows what Usins are saying. Yeah. And me and her both were like, we have intentionally slowed down. Right. And they were like, no. You are like, right. And even like, if I come off the phone, like, I'll go into Sean, and if I'm talking really fast, I'll be like, are you on the phone to your ma? Because you just start getting far faster. But you can wild. get way more information. And it's like, I listen to voice notes now on two speed. Do you? Can That's you do like that? speaking to someone from Derry. Oh, yeah. It, it, that will change your life. You get, here's the thing I hate voice notes. See, I live for them. Really? For my podcasts. It. Right. I hate it. But now you go double speed. Right. All the information and save twice the time. I sent you a voice note the other day. And I tried to listen to it in two speed and it was just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is she dead? I don't know about a voice note now. See, it's, I hear a phone call. Well, that's that's why it's a compromise from a phone call because it's true. I like my brother's one of the people that you text and he phones you and you're like, how dare you? You've established you only want to text. This is the form of communication. Don't fucking ring me, you creep. Why is your brother seventy oh, three? <laughs> no, I'll just no, give you a ring. No, we've established he's, he's only two, two years, years older. older than you. <laughs> yeah, he'll phone. He'll phone. And also what he does is he phones sometimes just to say hi. And you're like, what the fuck is this? So who, weird. Who likes people that much that you yeah. want to just, just say hi? Just checking in? Just checking in. This is the man with a very busy job and three children and a dog. And he'll ring me and be all, how are you? And I'll be like, how do you have time to give a shit? Yeah. Like. I hate the just don't nice ring people. me just to see how I, like I like the sentiment. Yeah. But like make something up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Accuse me of something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you knock down my dog? Like, just start eye, eye. I don't know. But, um, what was the thing you were filming in Derry? Are you allowed to say? Um, it's a documentary about Derry. Oh, nice. To coincide with the release of the next series of Derry Girls. Class. Um, that I'm not on anything, but... Uh, Neither am I. Audition thing it. Did you? Because I heard you saying you auditioned before, but did you actually audition? Mm -hmm. Do you do many auditions? Yes. Do you? And I don't get any. You don't any get any point. of them. What's the... What's I auditioned for a sci-fi thing called Krypton 98 times. Do you mean like... Is that not... I? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Superman thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why would they not have just said, you're not for us? I kept going in. Are they I bringing you in for male parts or female parts? Both. I would learn... <laughs> I would learn 10 pages of line. So I'm like... In my head all day, I'm like... Uh, someone's like, how are you? I'm like, I can't speak. I was like, I have to go to the faraway planet of Chippachaba. <laughs> you know, all that shit. That's yeah. probably why I didn't get it. I was doing yeah, that yeah. voice. Um... But I kept going in. They were like, they love you. They just, it's going to be the right part. Don't worry. We're going to find it. It was never found. And then they canceled the series. I was like, I'd fund the new series of this to be made just to yeah. spite them to get me into it. The exact it. same thing got me with Krypton. I kept going, Curtis Strong casting that kept going back in, kept going back in. And they were actually bringing me in for men parts too. Right. Soldiers that were meant to be men. And yeah. then they were like, you're tall. Like, come on in. And yeah. I was like, this is meant to be a guy and they were like we're gonna just chance our arms I was like no wonder I'm not getting these fucking parts yeah. I don't have a man it <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's one of the planets in crypto yeah <laughs> but um, I remember auditioning for Doctors during you know the TV show Doctors yeah. but I had to learn the whole episode it no was like, it was like 28 pages of script and I was like this I'm is so bad at learning ridiculous like, yeah. Yeah, and I was like surely you can tell three or four pages in if you're gonna have me like if you want me or not how to fly over and do the whole episode Nah, I hate that. Well, uh, off book? Off book. Well, that's the thing. I, the first time I auditioned for Derry Girls, I've told this story. Uh, they said, we want you off book. And I'd never auditioned for anything in my life. And I went, oh, happy days. Off book? I can read off, off the, book. the book. So I show up and they're like, okay, here we go. And I'm like, yep. 
dead on me and then do it like this and they caught call us wrong they were like the fucking soundest people in the world they were like we have a busy day but go away and learn this and we can fit you in somewhere later on and come back which they absolutely didn't have to do yeah went away like learned it but like I don't have the tech I'm sure there's a technique for learning everyone has a different technique I haven't yeah. figured mine so I struggled to learn lines and um so I did, but I auditioned the in for the recent series of Dairy Girls right. and like I, I don't know I don't know whether it's I don't know if I can get comfortable just doing a bit two camera with no audience there I think I'm still working that out yeah, but the I thought the audition was I thought it was okay I did a Dairy accent which I thought was decent what is your Dairy accent like? I was like uh, I was it's like, hard to do I was like uh, oh what's the crack with you I'm from Derry via Monaghan yeah uh, no I, I, I'm not going to do it obviously uh, that's, a, that's an embarrassment that I couldn't some, do it in front of you now some auditions are so wanky and they're usually for theatre ones that are so wanky right. like I remember doing an audition one time right and the director so did the audition and then the director was like just she was like so let's do it again but this time after every sentence you're going to have a new a different childhood memory pop into your head and you're going to be able to smell it. And that was the direction. And I literally was all, hello, mum, I'm walking down the, <laughs> <laughs> the road and I, I can't wait. I can't wait to, I just go through all the, and I was like, what is this achieving? And yeah. I, I was like, I'd rather be a bag of sand today yeah, than do yeah, yeah. this. Like it was fucking wanky. And I auditioned for the same director another time and she made me redo it. And this time <laughs> you really fancy him. And it was like the guy, this like wee camp man who was like the theater. I'm waiting to do my audition. You know? Hurry <laughs> <laughs> up. Yeah, this wee camp man who like, he's like the theater programmer and she was like, you really fancy him? And I was like, but the monologue, the, the, the bit that I'm doing is about, she wants to go on a diet, she can't stop eating burgers, whatever. And she was like, yeah, yeah, but do it sexy. And I was like, I have not got that capacity to do that. And I, had, I was like on the table, climbing all over this wee gay man all, what want to stop eating burgers <laughs> and i was like it was the worst and i was like what the fuck is this and i genuinely after i'm going i think they just were just bored that day yeah and we're yeah, like yeah. let's just make her yeah. let dance monkey fucking dance yeah it's some of them are so wanky yeah i enjoy i i, I enjoyed that the dairy girls edition was one i actually enjoyed doing and i was mm. like i think even though i didn't get it i was like i think this is a good audition tip mm. but uh I, I also asked jimmy lee when she was here in the podcast i was like listen um I was like, I, 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 I did this audition and I think it went quite well, but it was a couple of weeks ago and I haven't heard anything. But like, could you think? have you heard anything? Like, could you find out? And she's like, I don't think you've got it. And I was like, oh shit, what makes you think that? Just the vibe you're getting. She's like, we filmed that scene. <laughs> a different actor has done that scene. Yeah. I used to find out I didn't get parts as well when things were on TV. Yeah. Like, oh, there they are. There you are. Yeah. And like, I have a sick fascination with finding out who got the parts I didn't get. Right. I need to get on. I'm on Google. Like, I'll have auditioned for something like two years ago and it'll pop in my head and I'll be like, remember that fucking audition? And I go look it up and find out who got it. And then I'd be like, that's all right. They're very different to me. That's why I didn't get it because I don't look yeah the, the parts i don't get tilda swinton mainly gets them <laughs> yes well that's perfect but then that means because she's very like you that you yeah. just weren't good enough yeah well not as good as tilda swinton do you have any ambition to do dramatic acting yeah but then i'm like yes i would like to i think i could be good at it but i would need to like kind of be taught it or, or get experience in it but not that long ago I I got the chance to audition for something like massive, like it would have been unreal. Can I say what it is? Uh, Mike, do you remember what it was? Dungeons well, and fuck. Dragons. 
Tom and Jerry? Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Right? Oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Right, so the the part is... <laughs> I'm talking myself out of anything else in the future, right? The part is, uh, you know, I'm playing like a soldier type fantasy. I don't know what Dungeons and Dragons is. I'm playing like a fantasy fucking sci-fi mm. boy guy. And um, all I had to do is like say a line, like something like, get away from the bridge for toxic and then i have to swing a hammer and break a rock right but i think like my acting and stuff we do like sketches or anything i can keep it like quite natural like quite low-key but when it comes to like a grand thing like a big production i take my like because i think i'm like i try and take my intensity up but i should just do what i normally yeah. do so the the, the line is, is something like get off the bridge and then there's a i'm supposed to swing an axe and break a rock but i try and be like Ugh. i don't know so i like i look at the camera he's felt we did it in here and i'm like get off the bridge i'm like leave it up here and really try and flex my triceps and I'm like, like i'm always like i always look like it's raining and i was i've just done my hair i'm like <laughs> fuck. and then i swing the axe and i'm like Ugh. I'm always, I'm always out of breath too when I do it. Like even in my Derry Girls edition, yeah. I was probably like, ah, what's a crack, hey? <laughs> <laughs> but then that's interesting because it's like well, he's just been on a run or he's just been yeah. cycling. Like you've 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 created a backstory with yeah. that breath. And I, so you didn't get that part. No. No. Well, was I don't know. Line? Fingers crossed, the film's finished, but you never know. Well. No, nah, I don't think you I do know. It. Was it just for one line? Yeah. Fair play to you for doing that. But then I, here's how I here's how I've rationalised all this stuff, right? just to make myself feel good about not getting anything I auditioned yeah. for. I've got two things I've ever auditioned for, right? Uh, and one of them Dave made, so that's probably because he's my best mate to give me it. But um, I think part of it is, here's th this isn't what it is, but I tell myself this. Right. They, this is so embarrassing. I think the casting agents look at me in the thing and go, people just know him, like as Mike McGoldrick and all, you know? They can't. We can't put him in Dungeons and Dragons, the major worldwide motion picture. Yeah, because in Bolivia they'll know. In the cinemas in Pakistan, they're gonna look at him and go, "Flip sake, there's Keith Cruz." <laughs> That's it. <laughs> also, the fact that you called him a casting agent is probably why they're not booking you. Casting director. Yeah, they hate being called casting agents. Shit. Because I always not, show up and yeah. say, "Hello, casting agent." Hello. Hello, casting agent. Hello, casting agent. Well, I went to a casting director before, did the audition, and was leaving the room. So sometimes you go in and the casting director isn't there and it's their assistant and this is pre-fucking self-tape era and they would, the assistant would film it for you and the casting director wouldn't be in the room but they'd watch the video afterwards. Yeah. So I assume this was the casting director's assistant and as I was leaving, I was all, thanks very much for being there. What's your name again? And then she said her name and I was all, yeah, you're the fucking, you're, you're the big it's your dog. your company. Uh, you own this shit. And I was like leaving going, well, I'm not going to fucking get that part, am I? And I didn't. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I just have an intensity for auditions that I don't need. Mm. And also, at the st if anyone doesn't know, like at the start of an audition, you give your name, who you're represented by, and a lot of times your height. Height. But I always, in that, try and like almost like perform a bit. Instead of just saying it, I'm like making a joke. Oh, can I just say, I did one recently and I probably didn't get it for my acting but also I didn't get it because I did the shittest like unnecessary dad banter of all time it was a comedy role I get ready for this right I get I was like uh, Shane Todd WME um, and again like I'm doing it enough I should just be like Shane Todd represented by yeah. WME I'm like <sighs> Shane Todd <laughs> WME and I gave my height and I said 5'11 but Six foot with a quiff. Oh, that's so bad. Did you? Yeah. 
Because I was like, they'll find that fucking hilarious. 5'11", six foot with a quiff. <laughs> no, I think that's good. So it's just to show you a bit of personality. But I am, um, I would, can you, can you cry on demand? Let's try. Give me a scenario. Um, you're fucking shit at comedy. Trying me, to make yeah, you cry? Give, yeah, no, give me a scenario. Oh, <laughs> you're at a gig and you're shit at comedy. <laughs> um, so, base. Oh, think about your child. Something awful has happened. He becomes a stand-up comedian. And then I'm worried he's going to start getting, take, getting taking taking your off gigs me. from me. Um, he's you've established that he's massive already, so he's probably near gigging age. Um, okay, I've got it. No, you, you can't cry on demand. Ah. Oh, you, 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 your face looks upset though, but you more look like you've just done a massive shit and you're exhausted from it. <laughs> That's more. That, you, you could play someone who has bad eyesight. <laughs> Do you know me? You're just like a wee bit like. Do you know what? I, I've always wanted to play a character of somebody who talks like they're always about to yawn. Right. And I've, and I've tried to do That's it. That's a fucking great skill. Yeah. I don't even think. No, nah, I can't do that. She's always, it's like she's always got a, uh, just on the brink of yawning. <laughs> you talk for an hour and a half movie, you talk like that the whole way through. Well, I've tried to do it in some auditions, like for context, but I'll be all, here, what do you hear? Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, she, she, would she have a voice like this? <laughs> well, she, fuck. I'm waiting for them to go, we need a guy who can do a voice inside his mouth. And I'll be like, no, oh my god! Yeah, maybe I should have done that. It's like don't think and be like, pretend I'm a wee alien guy who has another wee alien guy in his mouth. Yes, um, that would be amazing. I don't know. What have you got? Uh, what have you got coming up? What's happening? I'm filming for a thing called Nova Jones that Dave's actually in as well. Yeah. Um, for BBC exclusive. Exclu- I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that, but it doesn't matter. You've said it. Um. I'm playing a horse. I have a full horse prosthetics. Did your audition, did you have to go? Yep. Yep. I did. Actually? Actually, I'm a human horse. Right. So I'm a stylist called Clothes Horse. Fuck, I don't think I'm supposed to say any of this. Anyway. No. Um, and wait, so- till, wait till deadline get a hold of this. <laughs> Vulture. Yeah, I'm <laughs> fucked. Um, and then I've also got my show Bridesmaids that's on sale at the minute in yep. the Opera House. Um, yep. That's later in the year though. Um, but if anyone's listening, buy tickets for that. Yep. And it's on regional tour at your local theatre. So yep. Bridesmaids and then this Nova Jones thing. But I have never had to put prosthetics on before so I'm going to have a full... You'll not know it's me. Yeah. Which is sort of shit for my ego. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Well I did... Isn't that that's CBBC? Yep. I did it, do you know You know about my CB, I did a thing called Danny's Castle yes. years ago, and uh, I had to wear white makeup, I was a goth essentially in it, but it was just when I was like, figuring out I had a Crohn's disease, so I didn't know what it was, so I was like, I lost like three stone, yeah. and I did this role, and it was like a grand for four days filming, so I genuinely, my rationale was like, I'll go to A&E on the last day, the last day of filming, I literally like, I knew there was something really You were really so sick the whole wrong. time? Yeah, but it suited the cat. People were looking at me being like, how the fuck has he sunk his cheekbones on demand? I was like, no, I'm actually dying. Um, oh my God. But the last day of film He's was... He's going switch this week. The last day of film was the Thursday and I went straight from set. Like there was an after party. I was like, oh, are they, where are you going? I was like, I'm going to a and at the Ulster <laughs> instead. And uh, yeah, I just went straight to hospital after. Shit in hell. I broke my toe on stage in the first 10 minutes of a play and did the, did the two hour play. 
and then had to do it for like six more weeks every night with a broken toe you can't you can do fuck off for a broken toe like so yeah. i was inside a sleeping bag standing up and shuffling comedically across the stage inside this and then i fell over and had to make it part of the thing i was all oh i was meant to fall there fucking <laughs> drag myself under the it wings. probably didn't sound like you were meant to fall when you said i was meant to fall there <laughs> <laughs> i know but i i so it's the worst Final question: What what would your dream thing to be in? Even either something that exists or like a thing you would like to create. Well, my, my favorite show was The American Office. Fucking absolutely! Do you not like it? No. Nope. Why? It's my favorite show. I've watched the whole series. I've watched all nine seasons eleven times. I don't think they're looking for my opinion on it, but too many characters. Too many characters. And also. I couldn't get over the fact the first episode is a exact remake because yeah. it was a pilot. It's exact remake of the first episode of the UK Office, yes. which is one of my favorites of all time. And I couldn't then I couldn't judge the American Office, yeah, without bias of seeing that because that just I was like, oh fuck, is I don't like this. And I was then watching a couple episodes of it, but in my, the back of my brain, the back lobe, yeah, was like, you've you don't like this. So and then my front lobe was like, give it. it a chance, and my back lobe goes, no. He doesn't, the master doesn't like this. And my front lobe's like, please. And my back lobe's like, shut inside the fuck you up. The... Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like it. That's so weird. Not weird. Um, I love it. I think it's amazing, but you have to give it a go because it comes on to its own after like two, th- and I hate that. Because, after two seasons? Mm, well. How much time do you think I have in my hands? Well, Shit's Creek. I don't, I hated Shit's Creek. I liked it. I did But not enough to watch more than six episodes. I watched all fucking six seasons of it going, it's going to come through That's for me. That's weird to me. I know. Uh, here's the thing. I love Ricky Gervais I love Afterlife I haven't finished the last episode I'm halfway through it why? something else you're, like came up and I no, just have, that, what, what's happening there is you're afraid to say goodbye because you know it's the last one. Oh my god maybe it is do you want to see me crying man? It's really <laughs> <laughs> you're afraid to say goodbye to that show that's a show you cannot watch with a dry eye I know you will cry watching that well, show well I can I would love you can yeah because you're dead because of my skills yeah um, I <laughs> would love to be in the American office and if I was to, I'd love to write and star in my own fucking Netflix show of course I would or you know yeah. what I mean everybody would what about you I also wanted to be the first female here to do the SSA in five years whatever it was and sure fucking there's Joanne McNally now doing it Fair yeah but she's like. from down south let's bring politics into it but, but then I'm, let's get the it's getting narrower then I'm like oh the first female from the north over 30 like it's gonna get well very... you could be you'd be the first northern Irish female you could be the first you could be the first British comedian to yeah you could say that and that you sell it like that you go back to Derry and go I'm gonna be the first Britain. British woman to do yeah. this <laughs> fucking love it um, let's go no no, you, no you, yeah, if you did it you would you would that would be your you would that, that's a valid claim. But it's just more specific than the first girl. That would have been better. I'm the first young male comedian from here with great hair to do it. Right. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. The other ones are bald, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> I'm the first follically blessed all... guy to do it. <laughs> yeah, they're all bald. That's mad, actually. Yeah. Everyone is, it's like, maybe you'll get bald Well, they told me I had it. to do it, to do the SSE. You had to shave. SSE said, you got you to bick the head. Manscape your man do it and shave your head. Exactly. Yeah. I lo- I want to be in Kirby Enthusiasm. Pardon? Kirby Enthusiasm. Oh, you want to be it? You, I want to be in that. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Good I shout. It. I think I'd be good in that. Would you ever want to do a show like, like, do you like pranks? 
Like, because I always think that's every time there's a fucking round of BBC thing, people are like, oh, you, like we should pitch like a prank. Look, you're on the street shows. being funny. Yeah. Here's the thing about hidden camera shows. I love them and I love watching Practical Jokers and things like that. You couldn't do it locally because you would get your fuck knocked in. Hi. You go up to some guy, all right, mate, there's a snake in your back. I'm putting a snake in your back. Guy's like, are you dickhead? Yeah. Fucking kills you in the first episode. And it plus everyone be like, you're sure you're, you're Keith Cruz? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, I just work in this bakery. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like within practical jokers now, and you're like, no, everyone knows. Yeah. Like, they, like he's not pretending to be a fucking a waiter serving you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like we know who he is now. Wise yeah. up. Yeah. But yeah, I love. I I like stuff like that, but I don't know if I don't know if I want to do it. I find prank. I don't know what this is with age. I find prank shows harder to watch. I don't like cringy. seeing people. Not cringy, but like. Oh, you feel bad on the victim. Yeah. Mm. Like you've been framed was some mad shit but it made people think aliens had landed in their garden or a guy's van had gone off a cliff and at the time I was hilarious I was like yes Beatle you fucking one handed yeah, yeah. bandit but now I'm do you know what's like, happened to you you've become a parent yeah and it's made you soft that's what happens yeah because now you even like I'm soft until I have a hammer and people need to get across the bridge <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even lift the invisible hammer oh. <laughs> um, it's too heavy yeah bridesmaid we'll put a, you, say, you send me a link for that I'll send it to Dan. We'll put it in the description on YouTube. Brilliant. That's great. Eight shows in the Opera House and about 15 other shows around. And then, oh, well, I can't really. Well, I can't. No, I can't. Just say it. I can't. Won't, this won't come out for a couple of weeks. You probably can. No, I can't. It's for next year. Is it a show, with that show, a different show? Um, Bridesmaids is being rewritten for an English audience and turn England next year. Is that what it is? Is that what you couldn't yeah, say? Yeah, but it's not. I shouldn't say that. I've said it. you said it? Well, anyway. <laughs> over in England? Yeah. But is there any English people watching us? Oh, why? We get them from all over. From all There'll over? There'll be a fella literally watching this in Timbuktu. I'm not joking. I'll find out what that is on my map when I go home. Yeah. You you think Shout that's out. down south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, it's an awfully, isn't it? Um, Thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. The way you put your shoe forward, I was like, have you got a brand collab with some shoe manufacturer? <laughs> like, also, just let me point out. Why is I'm here? Adidas. Um, yeah, thank you very much, Jonah, for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the tea. You're welcome. <laughs>